Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Project Tech Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Garcia, and I'm joined by co-host, Kelvin Rolone. What's up, man? How's it going, buddy? How's it going? I'm excited. Listen, man, there's a lot of stuff to talk about today. There is so much that's happening this week. It's, all in, at it's actually once. kind of insane. Yeah, all at once, too, because we got all these games that we played and, you know, just news that just kind of broke today. Like, we just have a lot to talk about. Guys, if you're joining us for the first time, we are the podcast that brings you the latest gaming news and we put our spin on it. Kelv, I'm just going to jump in because we have a stacked episode today. So right off the jump, first news to hit our, our desk today was the Halo beta releases early and Battle Pass kind of sucks. So with Halo Infinite multiplayer season one, uh, dropping three weeks before the original date, players have been able to dive into Halo multiplayer once again. The good news is the beta has been receiving nothing but positive reviews. The bad battle pass kind of sucks. Uh, this is a quote. Unlike almost every other battle pass players are used to, progress in Halo Infinite is governed strictly by completing challenges. So you don't actually level up from stats from a game. It's essentially just challenge-based. Um where other uh, games reward you for playing. Um, basically, it's like kill 15 enemy Spartans with a pistol in player versus player. Um, so right off the jump, what do you think of that kill, the the battle pass for this game? Um. Well, so yeah, I, I know we're going to talk about Halo a little bit later at PCG Talks, but I'm just going to go into a little bit detail here about the multiplayer. Um, the multiplayer is addictingly good and i know that's probably not a word or anything like that but it's it's it is now it's it has this addicting factor to it that you just want to continue playing and it has that you know uh reminiscence of like the original halo multiplayer right um it's frustrating that they added as like as addicting the as addicting as the multiplayer is it's frustrating that they have this like weird progression progression system that they have right it's like why have it built this way where like you're essentially you're just doing like these challenges to in order for you to gain experience i found that weird but regardless of that like if you just put that aside i think the multiplayer is fantastic and um they just need to work on the on the battle pass i think the battle pass is the only thing that's really hindering it right now and that's an easy fix right like that's something that they can definitely work on as as long as that they they kind of keep working on the uh quirks and little issues that they have with the battle pass itself that's something that in due time that they can already um i think they already put out a statement regarding the battle pass right saying that they are working on it and um so no harm no 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 harm done there right they'll fix it and then everything will be good to go um it is outrageous that it takes you that long just to grow level to like level one it's like to the grinding in that game is is crazy so they well, definitely because again it, they said it's challenge based so it's you have unless right. you complete those challenges within the match you're not leveling up which yeah. is kind of kind of crazy it's like you spend a 10 bucks for a battle pass and you're like wait that I, I i want the rewards but like i have to really work really that hard for all the rewards so and even um, the rewards itself don't really give you any value right like some of the stuff that you get some pieces that you get for your for your soldier are just like okay i get like a little piece on my left shoulder that like i don't care about like you know what i mean like those things that they kind of i feel like need to fix but i'm not worried because i know 343 is going to definitely fix that and it should be fixed in no time well Kel, we're going to talk more about halo later on our uh, ptg talk segment but today there's an update for halo infinite oh, shit okay uh, there is a release up t- today that improves Battle Pass and includes a bonus gift. There we go. Um, n- new daily challenge automatically awarding 100 XP for completing the first match of the day. So you automatically will get 100 XP by just playing. Um, some of the more weekly um, challenges will be removed. Others will have difficulty dialed back so players can complete them faster. Double XP boosters will now last an hour instead of just 30 minutes. Um, and then this week's current ultimate reward, the Sigil Mark 7 Visor, will be given away to everyone for free between November 23rd and November 30th. So, talking about how they need to fix all their crap and, and make it better because the Battle Pass, you know, you pay 10 bucks to get the Battle Pass. And here we are today, they just made an update to make it better. Yeah, so that's kind of yeah. crazy. I knew that would be the case. I mean, again, three four three wouldn't make this 
a difficult thing for them. Like they have to be on top of it, and especially with all the high praise and and good good uh, you know good things going for them right now with all the praise that they're getting from the multiplayer, they would be crazy to not update this as fast as they can. And it's good that they're being transparent again, right? A hundred percent. Um, yeah, again, we'll talk more about Halo later, our initial thoughts, everything about it, but so far, everything good. Battle Pass was a little rocky at the beginning, but now it looks like they're they're kind of fixing it up. Um, and again, the full game isn't necessarily out right now. It's still technically in beta, so exciting stuff. Oh, yeah. Moving on, though, Kelf. Forza 5 is out. <laughs> um, let's just briefly talk about Forza 5. Give me your impressions of this this new the newest uh, racing game in the Forza lineup. Yeah, so you, you talked about it um last week uh, on last week's episode right your impressions and how you felt about it and i'm like literally i'm kind of like on the same boat as you like uh, you're not kidding with like the first hour being like really fantastic right the way you're constantly like moving from like car to car um and you're um changing different terrains to give you like a feel of how like the car would run in that environment like that's incredible like the way they made that whole like first uh intro scene like fantastic um i love the the pacing of it like the game really feels like it's like a love letter to racing um like fanatics and stuff like that but um and you can definitely tell that they've added a lot of like resources and time like they they really put in a lot of effort into this game um so hats off to to them and, and it's just a really impressive game i haven't dealt too much time with it like i haven't played too much again it's just been a crazy week with so many games coming out so many games to play right now that i haven't really had a chance to really sink my teeth in it right now but i definitely will um again the first hour that i played was it's gonna definitely keep me wanting to go back so i'm excited yeah man i'm gonna let you know right now what brings me back to that this game is just driving aimlessly like i honestly will just like pick a car that i really want like i have um i just bought the 3000 gt the car i used to have when i was younger yeah Yeah. and i'm literally just cruising around like just going through mexico driving in my 3000 gt and i'm not necessarily racing anyone i'm just literally just like having a a little cruise you know and and i could literally just do that mindlessly for like an hour it's it's just like a nice little like jump in jump out kind of game you know just like i'm gonna go for a drive do I want to go with like a classic car? Do I want to do like a tuner? Do I want like a high performance sports car? Um, so it kind of make, allows you to live like those fantasies, right? From your from your from your uh, from your home. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that again, they nailed that aspect to it of like the open world environment where you can just kind of drive aimlessly and just kind of do whatever you please. Um, and I think they did a great job with again the car selections. The car selections are fantastic. I've talked about it last week, right? Where they make it seem like it's like a collectible uh like a collectible like you know like pokemon right like i said i think i said i mentioned pokemon last yeah, week just, where it's like you're picking up a car you're like oh shit like that's a rare rare find like you don't get these often like the those are things that continue to bring people back and especially for car fanatics like that's something that really would interest them me being like a semi-car fanatic person like i do enjoy cars but i'm not like all into them like full-blown this just kind of wants me to it just brings me back and i'm like all right i want to keep playing this game and again i only play like the first hour so i can't imagine i haven't even opened up the like the map completely like it's just like you're able to go in and just kind of explore but i wasn't able to explore all of it so i can't imagine what other things that i can find just like racing around driving around doing my own thing you know I, I love that aspect and uh, the fact that you can unlock the cars is yeah. and it feels like you're again collecting Pokemon, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's like, weird that it's you, weird that we, we we put that like you know Pokemon and, and Forza, but it really does yeah. feel like that. It really does. So you know, for one brand, if you collect like five Acuras, you get like a new car. You get a new car, right? You unlock yeah. a car because you complete that challenge of unlocking those five cars. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kind of a cool aspect to that. Now. I do want to ask you about a, a negative I have with this game um, real quick. Have you noticed the game has really long loading times? Like I thought it was my, I thought, it, I thought it, that was my PC, honestly. I thought but it was Yes, too. I did. I have noticed. Okay. So it's definitely the game, not the PCs. Cause we have some pretty decent PCs. So I don't think it would be the PC itself. Yeah. I tried updating the game cause it was an update yesterday. Um, oh, but, for some, update, I think. but for yeah. some reason, I wasn't able to update it for some reason. It just didn't let me do it. So I got to try again. But I don't know if that yeah. would fix it. If it, Maybe that would help uh, increase the speed for the low times. But who knows? 
Yeah. I mean, that's the only negative I have about the game right now is just the load times are a little slow um, for my liking. Overall, it's a fantastic game. Like, I love oh. cruising in it. The the graphics, again, you talked about it last week. It looks amazing. Just uh, hovering over the, that volcano when you're kind of gliding yeah, down. Yeah, when you first started up. That was fantastic. Like, that was really cool. Like, again, hats off to, to them and Playground. They did a fantastic job. If you're not a racing fan, it doesn't matter because you'll enjoy this game. You don't have to be a racing fan to actually enjoy or appreciate uh, what they've done in Forza Horizon 5. Uh, again, we say this every single episode. This including Game Pass. Halo is included in Game Pass. Go get Game Pass. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and if be you stupid are looking, not to. Right, exactly. And if you're looking for a good Christmas gift to give somebody, give someone Game Pass. It's a good Christmas gift. Yeah, it's a good gift, yeah, for sure. All right. Well, enough about Game Pass and Forza. Our next news, piece of news, what just happened today. Warner Brother Multiverse is finally revealed. There were a bunch of rumors speculating, saying that Warner Brothers is going to make a Smash, Super Smash Bros. type game with all their different uh, 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 things they have under their umbrella. Yeah, and IPs, yeah. today they, re- they revealed it. So, um, new platform fighter Multiverse pits the likes of Superman and Bugs Bunny. Um, Let's Warner fucking Brothers. go, dude. Let's go. <laughs> As Warner Brothers takes on the Super Smash Brothers genre. Um, the roster so far, man, we have Superman, Batman, Bugs Bunny, Steven Universe, uh, Finn from Adventure Time, Jake from Adventure Time, uh, Aya Stark. Like, what? <laughs> this is absolutely bonkers. I love it. I love it. I love all of it. So, I didn't think this was real. I was like, there's no way they're doing it. Wonder Woman's in it. Like, all these DC characters and people from Game of... Well, there's going to probably be people from Game of Thrones. You're probably going to get Daenerys in there. She's going to use her dra- oh. What? Yeah. What? I, I'm impressed. Um, I don't know, man. They, they, they've done... like So, this came out of the blue because we had no idea this was coming out. Like At least the trailer, right? Um, but I think what really impresses me is that they have the original voice actors. Which got me That's, right. So right. Um, just a few of them. So they have um, uh, Maisie uh, Williams, right? Uh, yep, Kevin Conroy for Kevin Batman. Kevin Conroy from Batman, right? They have uh, Eric Balza from uh, Bugs Bunny, Tom and Jerry, um, Shaggy. Uh, well, I, Shaggy. Don't, I forget his name, but the, I have but the, it here. Uh, yep. Matthew Lill- yep. Lillard. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they have a, a, a fantastic lineup. So all the original voice actors will be in this game, which is. It definitely tells you a few things, right? It definitely shows that they care about this game um, and that they're actually willing to put in the resources that they need to actually make this game stand out and be like a very successful game, as much as it can be, at least, right? Um, as far as the gameplay goes, like, I mean, I'm sure you saw the trailer, right? The gameplay, right. I'm going to be honest, it, it looks a little bit slower for my taste. It looks a little bit um, a little bit slower than Ultimate, and it kind of reminds me more of like Brawlhalla more than anything because of that like 2D style, which is fine. Um I do. I, I kind of wish they, they steered more into the ultimate side of things, where it looks a little bit more three D style, um, and just kind of made things a little bit more like more more like Smash, as bad as that sounds. But really, the I like the fact that it's polished. It looks polished, and it, it just looks good so far, right? I'm a little worried though, because it just seems like they're doing this two v two mechanic that they've been talking about, and and. It just it scares me a little bit because again it brings me back to um, PlayStation All Stars right where they had this like sort of gimmick thing and they're like oh we're gonna stick to this instead of you know going full in on Smash and I and I'm always saying I'm like if if you if you're gonna copy Smash you're gonna just go full Smash you just don't tr- go halfway right and I'm afraid that that's what they're doing I'm hoping it, it sticks the landing and it actually works out. Because I do like some of the mechanics, like the the gimmick of like the t- the whole two v two mechanic is cool. Because they did show something along the lines of like you being able to help your teammate if you're doing a two v two playstyle, right? Where I think they show like Wonder Woman helping you from falling off the stage or something like that. It's like a like rope, those, yeah. yeah. So those things are pretty cool. Um, so I'm a little worried about that, but I think if they are able to make that mechanic work and actually make it feel like it's a part of the game, I think it'd be fantastic. Um, as far as the overall game, like how it looks and how it plays and all that stuff, I'm, I'm just 
I'm hoping again that they are able to make all the characters feel like they are a part of this game. Um, I think the the thing again that Smash Brothers does so well, Sakurai does so well, is the fact that they can put any character in Smash and make it feel like it is a part of Smash. Besides Steve, because Steve sucks, but um, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like some people mad, right? <laughs> I'm sure I did. People love but, Steve. But I'm just saying, like if they're able to make all these characters because even i'm gonna be honest even in the the trailer i just felt like some of the characters looked a little weird side by side from each, like to each other and i'm just like eh. bugs bunny and, and shaggy and batman like although it's cool it just felt a little off to me and i just hope that along with the the character designs along with the um audio um and and the uh you know they're, they're able to put in the soundtracks and the voice actors together with the levels i think they can make it work and make it feel like a respected universe and they have like something special if they are able to pull it off i am very optimistic about this game um just because it seems as if they are taking the care to make this thing pop off and be successful again you have the original voice actors which already there they you know they put the money into making sure they're in there and they didn't just like take lines from you know the the series from the from their work. They're actually you hear at one point Batman's like, "Oh, I'm going against Superman." You know what I mean? Like it, it you could tell they voice act for this game specifically. It wasn't just clips from mm-hmm. wherever. So that's interesting, and and almost I think Smash doesn't even do that. Smash just takes clips from their respective game, but they don't actually say each other in regards to being in the game itself. You know, For sure, yeah. whereas this, they're actually talking to each other in game. Um, so I think that's pretty cool. They also did say that 1v1 will be a thing. So to say that you're you're kind of skeptical about like they're doing this 2v2 thing. You could still play one on one again. It is that Brawlhalla type style, which you said more so than, than Smash, which is a little concerning. But it, it did really did uh, give me PlayStation All-Stars vibe. Um, especially with that co-op when we had like say what you want about playstation all-stars we had a blast i say that was a a a high point of that right i think the thing that really killed playstation all-stars was the fact that you had to use these special attacks to kill each other versus this is like you just keep, keep each other off the stage so i think everything is lining up for this game to be successful i want to point out that this game will have dedicated servers so you're not going to get that ridiculous lag from even Smash and, and Nickelodeon All-Star. So they're really like making sure the online experience is great. It's going to be cross-platform. So you could literally play it on anything. And for me, Kelv, I think the most important thing here is they're going to free-to-play. That yeah. is huge. Yes. I, so, I agree. I agree. The, they're kind of making this where they're really lining themselves up to succeed. Um, and I don't see an instance where this game won't be at least have a little bit of hype like when it first releases and people are like, oh, let's play uh, Warner Brothers Multiverse. Let's let's do a few matches. It's uh, And then up to that point, it's up to them to make sure people stick with it and just keep releasing content, keep releasing new characters and skins to keep people enthralled um, with that game. So... Uh, one point that in the trailer, the uh, game director and co-founder, to- uh, Tony Hyen, um, he literally said something along the lines of like, you know, anybody can be in this game. Um, and that kind of scares me a little bit because I-, I just don't want this to be like a shoe in for anybody to just g- generate like hype. Right. So I'm just nervous about that aspect where like they can just start throwing in these randos and again as long as they make it fit as long as they make it part of the universe that they're trying to build i think i can see it working i just don't want it to just be another like you know shoo-in of like just trying like kind of like how playstation all-stars was where they were just putting in certain characters and nickelodeon, just to, too. And nickelodeon too just to kind of add into the marketing scheme for whatever game was coming out that year you know well to answer that question kelv warner brothers is huge and they have access to a ton of characters. I'm just going to go through just some um, franchises that they can actually dip into if they wanted to. For example, the whole Adult Swim for the most part. Rick oh. and Morty, Robot Chicken, 
um, Samurai Jack. Those are for for some examples here. Um, Harry Potter, if they wanted to, they can grab. Powderpuff Girls, they can grab. Anyone from Cartoon Network, basically, they can grab. Um, like Johnny Bravo. They can pick Johnny Bravo, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Give me Johnny Bravo and Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Let's go. Dexter's Give me Johnny Bravo. would be oh, insane. God. Uh, codename Kids Next Door, Courage a Cowardly Dog. So they have the characters. They 100% have the characters to make this a huge, again, it's not going to be as big as Super Smash Brothers, but they'll definitely make a dent. This will get hype because, oh, I can play Superman against Tom and Jerry. That's what? What? That's Shaggy. Well, Shaggy turned Super Saiyan. Literally, Shaggy is a Super Yo, Saiyan. Yo, I love that they did that. I love that they actually went full like meme and they just like, you know what? Let's just do this. So now Shaggy's doing his like instant transmission type of shit, whatever the fuck he's doing. Like That's fucking dope. So I actually wanted to figure out why like that became a meme and like why he's like this like super powered dude yeah do you know why i don't remember i i I think i knew at one point but i was like it wasn't i didn't care enough to to really go into it so apparently in the in the show he eats a piece of like space like a like a gem or like a space rock or something and he thought it was candy and he like blacked out and he got like this these superhuman powers from that and it during the show He'll like he's you know how it's your hack, he's always like scared and he's a zoinks and stuff like that. He this alternate persona will take over him and he's like this super overpowered like fighting dude. Like it's it's so <laughs> crazy. And you just see him be like all serious and stuff. So it's not really a meme in the sense that like it actually happens in the show where he just has his alternate persona. You gotta love um, it. Yeah, man. I'm I'm excited for this game. I'm way excited for this game than uh Nickelodeon All Stars for sure, just because of the amount of things they can pull and the care that they're putting into this game for right now. Um, Rome wasn't built in a day though, Rob, I'm just saying. So this could, I am, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, I am concerned about one thing. Okay. How they're able to just kind of put this out. They're saying it's coming out in 2022 and they just announced it at the end of 2021. That tells me that, Either they've been obviously working on it for a while prior, but I usually like it when developers like we're releasing this game, but it's coming out in like two years. You like that shit? I know that there's a lot of care behind it. I don't know, man. I think about, I like think, the, think about the... think think about like God of War, right? When you see God of War trailer, it'd be weird if you see God of War trailer, right? Ragnarok coming out, and they're like, "All right, this game's coming out in six months." You'd be like. Like the first time they mention it, I don't know, God man. I, I think they, if you, if what was it? Who did this before? I think um, it was Bethesda well, that did before. this. Well, Bethesda Nintendo did this. Did yeah, well, they, it's been it's it's happened before where um, they announce a game and six months later a game comes out and i think that's that's probably the best way in my opinion where you don't wait you don't have this like huge gap where people can kind of lose interest in it and then Mm -hmm. just kind of forget about it and then go on to something else whereas you have this you you announce this game it's coming out in six months let's say right and then you have this hype going in to this game up until the release of the game i'm not talking about hype level i'm not talking about hype level hype level that's great 100 percent. i'm talking about the quality of the game but I don't think the quality has to do anything to do with when they release it and when they announce it and when they release it. Again, like you said, this game has probably been work, been worked on for several years now at this point. They probably just decided this is probably the right time to announce this game and we're going to release this in, you know, a I don't know. I'm scarred from Nuclear Stars. They were like, yo, this game's coming out. It comes out in like two months and now it's just, it's just dog shit. I, I'm saying I feel like it's happened more often than not where they say they're going to release a game right around the window and the game's not that great. Whereas if a game is like taking a long time to build up, Elder Scrolls Six, uh, God of War, that you know it's a quality game coming out. Now, I could be there's also Cyberpunk where they're like, this game's gonna be amazing. This game's gonna be amazing. This game's gonna be amazing. This game is fucking sucked. You know. Well, I'm gonna, I don't know. Again, Bethesda with Fallout Four, they announced it, and then six months later, they announced it in E3, and then six months later, they, it, it was released. So, and, and it you know, that, people right? love Fallout Four, though. There's people that love Fallout Four. So, I don't know. I, it can go both ways. Again, it just depends on how you market this game. You know what I mean? 
All right. So last question about this topic, health. Will this flop or succeed? That's a that's honest. a loaded loaded question. Honest. You I want right now in your gut, your call. I don't know. I literally don't know because this this can go so many ways. You have no fucking clue. Like they can again. You have Warner Brothers who they have money. They have a good chunk of money that they can actually pour a good amount into this game. So if you're if you're banking on that, this can succeed in in, in all parts of it because they have the money to 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 you know make it succeed. You know from what we saw so far, it looks like they have the proper handling right whoever's working on this the the developers they seem like they have a proper grasp of who's going to be in this game and how the mechanics are going to work again having the um the the soundtrack and the voice actors they seem like they're on a good path so far so it just depends on if they can generate hype if they can continue um building this 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 ecosystem this, this this universe that they're trying to make so that they can continue um, supporting this game when it comes out it just depends yeah. it's really hard to say i mean again automatically when you make something free to play it's automatically gonna have the adoption rate insane it's just a matter of people are gonna continue to play that game after the initial release i keep right? forgetting it's free to play which is fantastic that, that that's a great that's they're, a they're, great they're, part again they they know what they're doing right as yeah. far as they, they learned from nickelodeon all-stars they're like we're gonna do everything they didn't do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're gonna. We're gonna we're Can gonna you imagine? All, like, play, like right now, they're just like shit. Like, or or even Nickelodeon All Stars, right? Is that what you're mentioning, or PlayStation All Stars? Uh, Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon All Stars. Nickelodeon. They're like, damn, man. Like, we didn't put any voice actors. It's a money phone. grab. It, it was. A, it was a money grab. It had to be. It could have been know? so much better, though. You know. Um, yeah. yeah. I, again, this game can can definitely have the the legs that it needs to to propel itself. It just. As long as it plays well, as long as it has the mechanics that can actually feel like it's it's working properly, then I think it has the potential to succeed for sure. I do too as well. I'm going to say I'm going to go ahead and say I think this game will succeed. I don't think it will be a flop. So Are you going to get it? Obviously, it's free, right? It's like free. why not? Yeah, yeah, right. Everyone's going to play it. So, it just again, it's it's more of a hype thing. It, it matters if they can contain that hype and have people continually playing it. So. Who do you want to see? Who do you want to see as they're like, if if you if they made a uh, fighter pass, five people, who do you want? That's so hard. You you just named like five fucking people already. You know, like that, and they were all fantastic like characters from like Cartoon Network and shit. Um, Samurai Jack. Okay, Courage of Cowardly Dog. Yeah, that one's that one's up there. I had like the whole like one list, list up here, but. But just, um, just just going off of it, like Samurai Jack, you said, like Powerpuff Girls, like I'd be down for Powerpuff Girls to be in this shit. You know, you the Rowdy Rough Boys, let's fucking go. The Rowdy dude. Rough Boys, let's go. Yes, <laughs> that would be dope. That would be dope. I would love that. Uh, Johnny Mojo Bravo Jojo. Courage, Mojo yep. Jojo, like they, they have, they have, they have the, they have the the rights there. Like they they can do what they want. Harry Potter would be kind of cool, like as a mage. See. That, and and that's where I and again now you brought it up so this brings me to that where I'm like that's just weird like no it's having, not I don't know man having Harry Potter and like same thing with, so so Shaggy versus Superman's not weird but Harry Potter against Superman is weird no it is that's what I'm saying like when I oh, okay, when I mentioned okay. it before like Shaggy and Superman like that's just kind of weird but again as long as they make it work who gives a shit like it, it works you know but right. they just have to know how to make it work they just have to know how to implement that in the gameplay. Listen, anything's possible because Sora came to Smash. So very true, very true. I can't believe he's on Smash. Dude. All right, I still can't. Anyway, moving on, guys. <laughs> um, next piece of news: Streamlabs, Streamlabs OBS accused of copying multiple streaming software. This one hits close to home because guess who uses Streamlabs OBS to do their video editing? We do, These guys. On Tuesday, Streamlabs OBS. Acronym is Slobs. S-L-O-B-S. I don't like that. That's such a dirty it. name. I, I love it. It's it's just great. Slobs <laughs> received allegations from another streaming competitor, Lightstream, for having copied its website descriptions as well as its designs. Now, you pull up an image and you guys go to their websites, exactly the same. They were like, hey, you see that website? Just copy it, change the color palette. That's it. That's it. 
Well, like, just to just to read a little bit. Um, so, <laughs> Streamlabs has level up your console streams, right? And then uh, Light Streams is level up your Xbox and PlayStation streams. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it is absolutely insane. And don't get me wrong; like copying someone is a form of flattery. But at the point, it's like, all right, bro. Yeah, bro. let's let's come on now. Yeah. Um, Streamlabs, and uh, guys, if you don't know anything about the Streamlabs or first OBS, it's basically software they use to record yourself and do live streams. Is essentially what what they are. Um, and this company took OBS and was like, we're going to make it better is essentially what we're doing. We're going to add more features and make it more prettier and user-friendly. But if you go on their website, it's like they copied everything on the website. The only thing they didn't copy was like the images. That's literally it. So Streamlabs responded by saying these were placeholders and was an error on their end. I Classy. smell. What do you smell? Bullshit. What does that smell? Yeah, it smells like bullshit to me. <laughs> okay, but that's not even the main story, Kelvin. The main story is OBS, another live streaming software, which is OBS is the original, right? The Streamlabs is right. copying OBS. Yep. Went to Twitter to respond to Lightstream tweets regarding the issue, saying how Streamlabs reached out to OBS ahead of its launch in private, asking about including OBS in its software title, Streamlabs OBS, OBS. OBS asked Streamlabs, do not do this, but Streamlabs did it anyway. (laughs) I fucking can't. We've tried to sort this out in private, and they've been not uh, cooperative at every turn. (laughs) On Wednesday... Streamlabs issued statements saying that it would drop the OBS from its name and that it takes full responsibility for its actions. Kel, I just went through the whole crap. What do you think of this whole story? This, again, if you guys don't know me, I am fascinated by company, like, yep. Drama. This is such a Kelvin story. This is such yes. a, as soon as I do you I was who do you doc, think put this in here? <laughs> yeah, like, I, I was like, okay, yep, this is a Kelvin story. Literally, I'm first of all, I'm beside myself because I don't know about you, bro, but I did not know Streamlabs and OBS were two completely different companies. Did you? No, I thought there one was like a parent company, hundred percent. The other one, and then that when we were actually looking at different softwares, that's when we realized they're actually two completely different companies. Exactly, and that. Streamlabs just like makes OBS look prettier and make it makes it more user friendly. But then I also didn't know that they took Lightroom and like, we're just gonna copy your website, man. Yeah. They give no fucks. This is like no fucks like energy right now. But if you're gonna copy somebody, at least make it convincing, right? At least make it seem like you're trying to change the words up a little bit. They did none of that. You know what I mean? At least I'm talking about Lightstream service, uh, the whole issue of Lightstream. Right, the the thing of Lightstream, the, the yeah. website they copied. Correct. Right. They made no effort, and it's just kind of like, really, dude? Like, come on. Like, that's just, that's ridiculous. Can um, we talk about, far- like, sorry, I was going to say, and, like, OBS, they're just like, hey, can you, like, just take OBS out of your name because it's kind of our name? Right. Nah. They flat out did not listen. They did not care. And they did it anyways. You know what I mean? It, it's just like, again, the, the the no fuckery energy is 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 high on this one. Um, I, I'm glad OBS spoke up, right? And they, they actually went to Twitter and they brought this to light um, along with stream uh, or, or light. What's it called? Uh, uh, light stream. Light stream, is it? Um, yeah. They did something about it, you know, which is good. So, again, power to the Internet. You're always like the internet always coming through so you you post something on the internet and and it gets enough um enough attention and it just starts making a problem into like an actual uh, like resolved you know what i mean um it's funny that like we literally had this conversation a few days ago because we were talking about like obs and streamlabs and having like some difficulties and some like technical issues that we're having and they're like legit like they're not even like parent companies right it's just like weird to to like it, it, I'm still kind of like trying to grasp that for at least for me, but I can imagine how like OBS, like how frustrating that is for OBS to like have this, you know, going up to them and say, "Hey, you know, like don't use our name, like that's kind of fucked up." And Streamlabs is like, "Yeah, we're gonna do it anyways." And then they're just kind of like trying to negotiate and talk about this privately and, and behind the scenes, and they're just not doing anything about it. You know, like 
I can imagine OBS having a lot of words for this, and they even posted it on Twitter, right? They said, um, they said something about along along the lines of like, we're often faced with confused users and even companies who do not understand the differences between the two apps. Like, how frustrating can that be when you're like the owner of OBS and you're like, people are having issues like trying to differentiate between Streamlabs and OBS, and it's like, what the fuck? Like, why are you guys doing this? You know, this Crazy. image is hysterical. I keep looking at this image. It's like, it's literally that classic meme of. Hey, can I copy your homework? Sure, yeah. but change it up a bit. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. You're right. It's fucked up, but it, it's. I, I'm glad that uh, Streamlabs was able to correct it finally, and they're like, "Hey, you know, we're 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 dumb. We're we're gonna fix this. Like, sorry, so they're gonna take OBS out of their name." But it just it sucks that it took this to to get to that level because Streamlabs has been operating for how many years now? You know, like yeah, it's crazy. We've used it. We use it so many years, and now that acronym slobs oh, yeah it's circle. gone it comes full it comes full circle because it, it's a it, i i feel dirty for using it now i told you maybe maybe we'll have to just use obs maybe we'll have to drop Streamlabs, Kelv. i don't know i was gonna ask you that that was a good question that you, you brought up so if if they if so if Streamlabs didn't do anything about this if they were very like st- strong on just like staying with this and just kind of fighting this through would you consider switching over to obs oh yeah if they were just like complete i mean they are dirt bags but if they like didn't do anything then i'd drop the company on rp i mean it's more at this point i'm like we've been we've been using it for so many years that i'm like do we really want to switch it up we could i'm not really opposed to it because it's pretty much it's they are basically very similar to each other sure. but it's just very like the balls yeah the balls <laughs> in them right they're like jesus like come on have some respect <laughs> So anyhow, yeah, um, don't don't do that. Whatever they just did, don't copy someone. And then if someone asks you like, "Hey, don't like use my name," just don't use their name. Just respect you know? it, you know. I mean, it's just, it's, gonna, it's gonna catch up to you. It's gonna end like what's exactly what's happening right now, right? So, all right, next news piece. We got so much news today, dude. Man, I think it's stacked. Fucking losing steam already. Jeez. Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto trilogy flops. What is Rockstar <laughs> doing with GTA? All right. GTA fans should be praising and cheering with joy with the recently released GTA Trilogy, a remaster of GTA 3, Vice City, and San Andreas. Sounds amazing because those are like the best Grand Theft Auto's ever were. Right. Wherever, yeah. And uh, it has been nothing but a flop, though. The game is met with performance issues, visual changes, an insane amount of glitches, collision uh, physics. Um, the li- it just goes on and on. Although it runs at a steady 60 frames per second on Series X and certain parts of PlayStation 5 has been running much worse in performance mode. Due to these issues, GTA Trilogy has been met with a Metacritic score of 0. 0.5. 0. 0.5. Is that a record? I think so. Jeez. I think so. Regardless, this is definitely a missed opportunity for Rockstar. Okay. Kelvin, you are a fan of this franchise. It, I'm saying if you were, you're, you're oh, a fan. Oh, okay. So you're not, you're not really a big like, fan. I know that. Eh. Yeah. What is the one thing you want from Rockstar right now? Uh, to fix all these issues, right? To, even, to... even before the trilogy. Even before the trilogy. What was the thing that you wanted oh, before? Oh, GTA 6? Yeah, and they're like, here, no, have the have a trilogy that's like bugged and written in a mess. Have that instead, dude. It's unfortunate because they 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 this could have been something good. This could have been something special, especially for uh, GTA fans, right? They nostalgia, nostalgia, easy. It's a cash grab. Like, I mean, it's 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 such a shitty word to say, but like, it's literally you're you're making this are always cash grabs. They're 100% exactly just like yeah, twenty year old game, and and you're making this into like a remaster, just kind of like throwing a fresh coat of paint basically right um obviously make it optimized so that it runs well but you had that opportunity you had the opportunity to make money out of this because people are gonna buy this shit like hand over fist you know like hotcakes everybody likes this, these type of games especially that they grow up in right and for you guys to actually like really drop the ball on this and and again i don't i'm not a developer i, I don't know what goes on behind the scenes so i can't really i'm not trying to talk down on the developers it, it, for this it's not even, it's it, it honestly sometimes it's not even developer well, a lot of times right sure it's yeah 
the stakeholders, it's it's the the company that it's like you need this game out now, and the developer be like that game's not really that ready, but right. you need to do it now, and then they have no choice and to just push it out. At at a certain point, though, you have to hold these companies accountable because it's unacceptable, right? It's unacceptable yeah. that they, especially like Rockstar, like they, the pedigree that Rockstar has, like you. They're, they're like untouchable at times, right? With it releasing like GTA and um, uh, uh, what's it called? Fucking Red Dead. Yeah, thank you, Red Dead. Um, but there comes a certain point where like you have to be held accountable. This is one of those days. You can't release a game like this. You know it's not ready. You know it's not optimized. You know there's some weird glitches going on. Why release it? You have the time. You have the money. Why? Like, why? You know, no one's forcing you to do this. You're a rock star. You're not trying to like meet a deadline. You're a fucking rock star. You don't need to worry about any of that stuff. So it's just it's a little frustrating. I mean, again, I'm not even like a GTA fan itself, but it's just frustrating for them to just be like, hey, like this is nostalgic for me. I haven't played these games in X amount of years for me to play these again. Like it would be such a great time and a great like, you know, remembrance of like what I've had in the past. And for them to like really drop the ball really sucks. You know. Yeah, I mean, look at the the Kingdom Hearts uh, remasters, right? Like the the the, the remixes, right? Yeah. Those were really well done, and they're amazing. And you had a great time playing those, and you really appreciated those games. And you could you could tell there was care. They they updated the graphics. Everything worked fine. But with this, it's like, and Nintendo just went through this with the yeah yeah you're the, right the expansion pass with that like everything's all glitchy and the game looks worse than it did in n64 and it's like rockstar like pay attention man like this just yeah. happened do you think people are just gonna be like oh this game looks worse it's okay though it's fine yeah no i don't get it don't get i've it. seen people play this game and then the, the whole game just freezes and it just boots up the it ps5 looks so again bad. like yeah it's bad. When, when it's, a twenty-year-old console looks better than the, the the version you're putting out right now, that's right. That's, that's not good. Yeah, and I, I I thought I read something about this game being or these trilogies being based on like a mobile version of the games. I'm not sure how accurate that is, but um, I think I read it on like uh, I don't know Kotaku or something. I'm not sure, but uh, don't quote me on this. But I, I I thought I heard something about it being based on the mobile games. Um, which, if that's the case, that's kind of, like, a little disappointing. Like, why would you do that to begin with? Like, why aren't you basing these off of the original games? Again, I'm not a developer. I don't know how that works. But, like, I just feel like that would make the most sense. Um, regardless, I don't know. It just feels like this was a drop. Like, they dropped the ball hard on this. Rockstar, please um, fix your shit and uh, come out with GTA 6 because that's... That's how you make it up to the fans. You announce GTA 6 at the Game Awards. That's how you do it. Damn. Already throwing some sh- bombshells at the, for the Game Awards. All right. All right. Last news piece for the day, Kelvin. All right. And then we're done with news, and then we can talk about our, our conversation about what we're going to talk about. Dragon Ball Breakers takes on Dead by Daylight? What? Hmm. A new Dragon Ball game is coming out. And it's not your typical Dragon Ball Z game. Before I go into more detail, have you seen a trailer for this yet? I did, unfortunately, yes. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> so, ready, guys? Dragon Ball Z Breakers is a survival game where you take control of seven civilians against Cell. No Super Saiyan this time. You'll just be an average human trying to get away from Cell before he absorbs you and destroys the city. This is a quote from Kotaku. In Dragon Ball Breakers, coming in 2022 to consoles and PC, seven players or survivors are sucked into a mysterious area known as a temporal <laughs> seam. An eighth player is cast as one of the several iconic Dragon Ball villains. So I'm assuming that's not just Cell, it's probably Frieza, Majin Buu, all the, all the big sure, baddies. Sure. Um, the Raider, which is the, the villain is tasked with obliterating the survivors, not killing them, not like obliterating them. So uh, obliterating the survivors before they discover the super time machine and escape. So literally dead by daylight with a Dragon Ball Z skin on it. The villain player amasses power throughout the match, evolving into an unstoppable force. The survivors must use vehicles, power-up items, scavenge weapons, and the power of cooperation to keep from being brutally murdered. End quote. I don't have much to say about this, honestly. <laughs> I saw the trailer and I'm like, very cringy in my opinion. I, I don't know. I, I, 
so this is they so i i'm more interested of like this game kind of being more like friday the 13th right kind of like the same concept right uh friday 13th and dead by daylight mostly yeah i don't know too much about dead by i know i know of dead by daylight but i've i've seen people play friday the 13th i can't talk today jesus friday the 13th so i'm just like okay i'm kind of like basing it off of that and yeah that's not my type of game style like honestly I, i just don't feel like like i don't care what they what skin there is like you could put kingdom hearts in this day by daylight type of shit, or or, or Metal Gear Solid, like Ansel trying to destroy, like yeah, you know, <laughs> or fucking Metal Gear Solid, which by the way they have done that with Survive, or uh, Survival, or whatever it's called, and it, they it failed, it tanked. So yeah, it, it's just not gonna appeal to me. And just adding a, a Dragon Ball Z skin, I feel like is just kind of like it. It ha- okay, so Dragon Ball Z has kind of like the same similar um, th- issue going on with like Sonic, right? Where they try a bunch of like different type of genres for Sonic, and they're like, "Hey, let's see what sticks. Let's see what people like. What has Sonic not done so far? They've done the 3D thing. They've done like he's been in the Olympics. He's been in, in like everything, everything, right? There's no shooter. That's true. I'm, that's a lie. That's a lie. No, no, no. Shadow the Hedgehog. He had a gun. But it's not like a a, a concept. Like it's not like a, a genre that they're trying to. It's like, not. Play. It's not a first person shooter. Exactly. Like it's not yet. But this, I feel like Dragon Ball Z is trying to fit that that shoe. They're trying to do every single type of genre, whether it's you're, tag you're team, right. whether it's like you, uh, RPG, right. you know. But I do like that they're kind of thinking outside the box with what they can do with the Dragon Ball Z story. Sure. Right? Like there's, believe it or not, I know you're going to say this is not your type of game. There will be people wanting to play this game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure people will enjoy, it and and that's fine. You know, I'm not hating on that. I just don't. I don't know. Like, I I wish. I, like, do you really think they put a lot of time and effort into this? Again, I'm not trying to bash any of the developers or anything like that. But like, is this concept something that they were like really working hard for a couple years now, trying to like really improve or like project the Dragon Ball Z franchise to another level? No. This is, I feel like, another cash grab type of thing situation. Possibly. I mean, again, it depends on how much it is, and it, it's it's not an original idea. Yeah, that's, fighters, that's sure. not an original idea, but it definitely it was, you can see was, the love that they put into it was, that game. It was done very well. Yes, where exactly is literally Dead by Daylight with a different skin, different kind of circumstances. Obviously, you're trying to, but is it is it like it's more? I think for me, it's more of like a surprise that like shocks me. That's why I'm like excited about it because I'm like. This is so like left field. So you're excited about this right now? Yeah, I was. I'm excited about it because it's so ridiculous. Okay. But am I gonna like actually go and like play it and, and enjoy it? I mean, maybe more so than you because I've I've played those games before and I, I see the appeal for them. Sure, sure. But I mean, it's just it's just it's just ridiculous. Like, you're like, you're not even Krillin. You you're not even Krillin. You're just a like, human. Like you're, <laughs> you're below Krillin at this point. That's crazy. And the thing that sucks is like the entire time you're gonna be playing, you're just like, man, if I was just fucking Super Saiyan Goku, I could kick this guy's ass right now. You right? Know? Yeah. It's. I mean, again, I'll see what what they have to show. It was just like an announcement trailer. I don't even right. think it had gameplay, so it it just had like cutscenes, right? So I I, I don't. I, I'll wait. I'll hold my. Yeah. I'll reserve. I'll hold my 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 judgment. You, you gotta try it. You at least gotta try it when it comes out. Just just for the hahas. Right. Fine. 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 Okay. All right. All right. All right, guys. That is our new segment for uh, the week. Uh, we're gonna move into our other segment, PTG Talks, where we pick a random topic and we give our thoughts on it. Kelf, let's get into it. All right, Kelf. Our topic for PTG Talks is gonna be Battlefield versus Halo versus Call of Duty Vanguard. Which is the best shooter of the fall of 2021? Now, we obviously know who is a clear winner here. Right. You know, right. We are, don't say it. We already know. Right. But after us playing each of them, let's talk about all the shooters released this fall and compare them. All right. So I'm just going to go through a little bit of like one by one. We'll do it. How about that? Sure. All right. So Call of Duty Vanguard, it released. It was the first one to come out. It's September of uh, September 10th. 2021, so a little while. Um, IGN gave it a 7 out of 10. Um, it contains campaign, 
zombies, and multiplayer. Not including uh, Warzone, uh, the new expansion is coming out December 1st, right? You get all of that for $60. $70 if you're on the new systems. Great value. The campaign is kind of the weaker side from what I'm hearing. Um, Battle Royale hasn't come out yet, so we don't know exactly what's going on. Um, and, and the formula is getting stale. Give me your thoughts on on, all, on Call of Duty Vanguard from what you know. Um, I'll give you my stance on like Call of Duty as a whole because I haven't played Vanguard. I've seen Vanguard. and again, Yeah, yeah. Give me, give me what, what do you think like as far as what they're doing here. Yeah, I, I'm not impressed. I, I think that they're... They're running out of ideas or something. It just feels very stale, very like nothing to really get me going and wanting to play this game. Especially, I'm talking about the campaign, obviously, right? Um, it, campaign, ba- campaign only, or, or the multiplayer? Like, what? What's? Because you're a big battlefield, uh, battle royale guy, for, correct? For Warzone, yeah. So, what part of Call of Duty are you not? I I'm never I so I'm probably I'm like a fake Call of Duty fan I swear to God because I, I I don't like the campaign like that and I'm not a huge multiplayer guy either because I just don't like the whole running around spawning like two seconds later and just like I'm weird whatever I do like the Warzone part right I do love the Warzone part the first time I played it I was hooked so I'm specifically talking about um, just what you listed here with the campaign the zombies and the multiplayer campaign starting off where I've seen more so like more of the campaign because obviously they shown more of it and i'm not impressed i don't think it i mean it looks graphically it looks great but i don't see myself playing the campaign and i feel like it's another just kind of you know going into the world world two setting and just kind of shooting people that you don't care like you know it's just nothing it's very stale nothing has changed in that aspect the formula is the same um zombies never had a care for zombies in the world i don't i don't even know why zombies is in call of duty to be honest you know what i mean so it's i've heard it's fun i've heard people like it and there's a particular like fan base for that kudos to you guys like it's great but it's just not for me and then the multiplayer part i haven't played it or seen much of it but i do have like friends that like my co-worker for example ed who got you the ps5 he's told me he bought the game and he's like multiplayer is trash like he's just not a fan of it he, he doesn't think that it holds any candle to like the previous call of duty games yeah i'm gonna agree with you that the formula is 100 percent getting stale um call of duty in its essence is just they're just relying on a formula they've had for so many years now right they haven't really changed it up that much and i think it, it's finally finally as as long as people keep buying it they won't stop Sure. Because it's like, why? So they kind of have, people have to kind of stop buying it to, because it's addicting. It's a familiar and it's addicting. It's like, oh, okay, the newest one. And got a new, it's basically the same same thing with new skin on it every year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that to me, that's kind of why I kind of stopped playing the Call of Duties because I'm buying them just because like I, I did this before. It's the same shit over and over again. I will say compared to other shooters, the value that Call of Duty gives you, and we're going to go in more in depth with it with the next game, is pretty good for what you're getting as far as playing-wise. You're getting a campaign, and, and in this day and age, you know, mm-hmm. you're getting another mode, which is zombies, which, you know, and you get the multiplayer. You get all three fa- You get three phases for 60 bucks. How many hours you're going to dump into that? You're going to get your money's worth by spending the money. Again, that's not even including the Warzone part, right? Even exactly. like even Pacific, like the the Pacific release in December first, like there's still a Warzone attached to that that you can pick up and play, right? You know, so that's something that Call of Duty does very well is the value proposition from it. Um, but they they need to change the formula somehow with the with the with the actual setting and and, and the formula itself. Um, I hope they hold on to that formula. Not formula. Um, the value moving forward, sure. like they always kind of give the package everything together, but they need to change that formula where it's like you get the three perks and then you upload your show. Like they just, it's 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 it's, it's done. Yeah, for um, sure. So let's move on to our next game. <laughs> oh God, Battlefield twenty forty two. This hurts. It is releasing tomorrow, but you do get early access on EA Play you get to play free for the first 10 hours, okay? We've both played thoroughly Access, played for the first 10 hours, okay? This game is multiplayer only. So see where the Call of Duty thing comes on with the, with the value? Here we go. 
It is a $60 game or $70, depending on what uh, platform you're on. And EA um, Play membership, if you want to do it that way, is like 15 bucks a month, something like that. The value is horrible. Garbage. The well, Let's talk about this. So right off the jump, let's talk about the value. That is a shit value. I'm sorry. That is. Why awful. do you think they... Why do you think they decided to go with that value plan, like value pack there? Like, what was the the reason and strategic, like, purpose behind that? Maybe because they saw a lot of people wanting a new Battlefield, and they had a lot of hype going through into it. And they can kind of see that people were getting stale with Call of Duty. Like, they're like, we want a Battlefield. We want, like, big war and... You know, I want to go through the trenches and stuff. And you're like, all right, yeah, we can get away with just doing multiplayer. I really hope that's not how they think. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's really shitty if that's the case. But I digress. Uh, I don't know. I, the, the, like you said, so the value is, is pretty bad. It, it doesn't give you anything besides the multiplayer. And, I mean, that's it. And, and, and what do you get? You don't have a campaign, which previous Battlefields had campaign at least, right? Battlefield 1 comes to mind. And that was a pretty decent campaign. Yeah, um, I remember I played some. Of it. I, didn't be, I don't think I beat it, but I definitely right. played a lot of it. So for you to just kind of release this game, multiplayer only, 60 to 70 bucks, at least in a, in a day and age like this where a lot of games, like we just talked about multiverses, being free to play. Like a lot of games are being free to play. Call of Duty, for example, having the Warzone free to play. It's, it's hard to really compete against that. This game should have been free to play. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, they, they would have been. It would have been much better off if it was free to play. I'm gonna quote someone. I think we're gonna get this game, man. I think we're gonna get it. You know, I'm like, dude, it's only multiplayer only. I don't think it's worth sixty bucks. No, I, I'm I'm feeling good about this. Who am I? Hi, shut up. I had a very I had high hopes for this game. I, I'm gonna be honest, and we're gonna talk about it a little bit now. But it just felt like a slap to the face for me because I was. I, I, I'm going back to like Battlefield Bad Company days, you know. I think, it's, I, had, I think you're chasing that feeling. You're chasing yes. getting that feeling, and you're and every every iteration of Battlefield just doesn't scratch that itch. You're like, no. maybe maybe the next one, maybe the next one, maybe the next one, and it just doesn't do it for me. And and I I don't know why. I don't know what their like goal behind each Battlefield game coming out in the future is, but it just feels like they they're not hitting those highs that Battlefield Bad Company made and I, and I and i know battlefield 4 was pretty good and, and people enjoyed some of them to their respects but for some reason when i me playing this game battlefield 2042 i felt like it was missing something i felt like very like it didn't feel way like there was no weight to it in my opinion where i feel like battle or call of duty has you know you, you feel the weight to your guns you feel the weight to your soldier when you're running around and, and jumping and you feel like the the heaviness you know this doesn't feel like that and it, it it should, especially being this like huge open world, like not open world, but like huge battlefield like scene, you know, and it's, it's disappointing because you want to have that. You want to have that huge like combat where like you're you're running towards your other your 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 other teams and you're trying to you're help them, and then a lot of things are going on in the background. But it just it just felt very. I don't know, stale in, in, that, in that aspect where like we played a few times and I, I would just constantly die. And I know people are going to say, oh, just get good. But sure, I could have gotten better. But it, it just it just felt like it was chaotic. There was I don't as, there was too much going it's on. Just, it's you know? insanity. You just kept doing over and over it. Like every time you just, okay, I'll, I'll die here. Respawn. Respawn next to my squad mate. Oh, we just died again from the same tank. And let me talk to you about the mechanics of this game, man. Okay, Sure. You can get a class where you get a rocket launcher. You can take out a tank. The vehicles are so overpowered. I feel like in this game that like if someone has it, it's gonna it's impossible to take down, right? Yeah. Whereas like in other iterations, it wasn't as bad. Like all right, I'm an engineer. I just have to drop some C4 in it, and the thing goes bye bye. Whereas like this, you need like six people that are engineers in your squad. You each need rocket launchers, and you each need to shoot this tank at the exact same time, or else you're fu- you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. it's just. Yeah, like, there's a lot of things that need to happen for this game to be fun. I mean, it ran well, so like okay when I was playing, which was yeah, which it was ran fine. okay. Yeah, I'll give it that. But again, it just didn't feel like it had that polish that it needs, like Call of Duty does. You know, the polish, even like running, like going, like climbing up this huge like tower and then trying to jump off and parachuting out, it I didn't feel, feel that satisfying. It didn't feel as satisfying as Call of Duty, at least. You know, you didn't feel like that. Like the wind kind of blowing in your ear, right. in your ear. Like it didn't feel that like way towards it. So unfortunate. 
I feel like I really would have loved this game if if they hit the right like points, like the high points for me. But they they fell short. Yeah, uh, they could fix it, make it free. Even though I don't know if they ever, I don't know if they will. That people will be mad if they did because then they already spent their money. But they, they should have made it free. And uh, I think they should bring tone it back, take a step back. Don't do such the big map, right? Um, but that's what Battlefield it, is. It, no, but bad bad company was not such a big map. Sure, that's why you liked it more because it wasn't this huge hundred player freaking mayhem right it was maybe 30 players in a match and it was just big enough to where like you didn't feel like it would take you forever to get to one point to another point um and i think that's what they're missing is like first tone tone down the scale a little bit and really focus in on the mechanics and then once you complete that then open it back up to those same mechanics um and i think that's that's a recipe for it to, to succeed a little a little more I would have loved the the more destructible environments that Battlefield Bad Company 2 had. Don't understand how this game 2021 still doesn't have these like high points of destructible environments where like everything can be destroyed, you know? Like I just feel like that would be very impactful and I think Call of Duty Vanguard does that to some extent in the campaign. Does will that kind of trend will that kind of go into the Warzone aspect to it? Who knows? I don't know. I don't think so. But if if it does, if they had some element to uh, destructible environments, I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. So, Kelv, let's move on to the last game, Halo Infinite. Now, you guys know this is the best one out of the three, hands down, no yeah. contest, hundred percent. They're doing everything right. Uh, Halo Infinite. It has weird release dates. Um, the multiplayer <laughs> actually released early. Um, it released this past Monday, November 15th, uh, way past when it was supposed to come out. And, uh, the campaign will be available December 8th, right? Um, as far as pricing goes, you can get on Game Pass. Again, we, we're not going to talk about Game Pass because we've talked about it all the time. But Game Pass for PC is 10 bucks a month. Game Pass Ultimate is 50 bucks. If you want on Steam, it's $60, um, for this game. So there's multiple ways for you to eat that cost if you want to get this game. And it's 100% worth the $60 because it's Halo. Um, now, I'm just going to give you some notes here. Battle Pass, not such a great start, right? We just talked about this. Progression was slow, but they fixed it a little bit today with that update. Um, customization is fantastic. There are a ton of different game types and modes to play. Uh, multiplayer is familiar and fun. Um, and it doesn't stray too much too far from the formula. It, it plays it safe. Um, a low... Big team battles can get frustrating and repetitive, kind of the same thing that we're hitting with, with Battlefield, right? We're going, sure. you just die, and then you keep doing the same thing. Um, but it can have high points when you do have a, a great team. Um, what do you think about all that, Kel? Do you, do, you, do you think it's kind of hitting all the notes there? Yeah, I think I would put a con for playing it safe. I think, again, talking about Battlefield and how it's kind of feels a little stale. I mean, I'm sorry, Call of Duty and feeling kind of stale a little bit. I think... Don't get me wrong, Halo does a fantastic fantastic job of like playing it safe but in a good way and making it fun and, and familiar, but it does at the same time still play it way too safe, I feel like, right? And it would have been nice for them to change up some things a little bit and make it kind of their own twist to, to Halo. Uh, I know 343 has been working very hard in the past few iterations of Halo to kind of make it to where it is right now, so why break like why touch something that isn't broken something you know what i mean so why i get it but at the same time it would have been nice to just see something a little bit different you know but at the same time again it's fun it's it's familiar it does a great job at like making you feel like you're playing a, a up to up to date halo game and it's just addicting like i said before it's a very addicting formula so kudos to them they did a great job i really enjoyed playing halo i was a little not frustrated, but like I was kind of getting a little bored of the big team battles because like kind of like how you mentioned, it just felt very repetitive and big in that aspect where you're just like constantly dying and spawning. And unless you have a huge team and a, and a team that's working together, you're not really going to get anything like, you know, done. So that's my only like gripe about it. Um, and again, like you said, like the customizations are fantastic, but dealing too much regard like going into like little bits of like oh like my shoulder is like i can unlock my shoulder it's like, like too much. that's it's just like, too it's much too like, much yeah, just yeah. relax you know what i mean other than that i'm just like nitpicking at this point but other than that fantastic game i love it 
Yeah, I think 343 has finally hit its stride. Um, if anything, this feels like the bungee halo that we we know and love, right? They yeah. finally got it to the point where they it, it feels like a true Halo game um, successor to, to three for the most part. And they're finally like got it to the point where like, oh, no, no, this feels like the Halo that everyone likes. So I think it kind of, they kind of needed to play it safe in order for them to see, because now that they have down this formula, the next iteration, whoever down years line, they can kind of fool around a little bit and play around because again, they kind of got this game from Bungie and number four was kind of wacky weird. Number five was, you know, we know how that went. And sure. now finally with this one, they're like, we, we got the formula. We got it. Now, yeah. I think the next iterations, you'll see that they'll, they'll probably try to change it up for you. Um, yeah, so that's that's the best one out of the fall, guys, for, for us. Um, Kelvin, your grief, Halo Infinite, by, by like a long shot. <laughs> by like a long shot, like a landslide, dude. It, it's yeah. not even funny. I mean, it's a little disappointing because usually when these three compete against each other, it, it, it it's it's kind of close it comes close right this year not so much it didn't really come close and i think that halo definitely took it like for sure i'm I'm surprised these other ones battlefield and and call of duty didn't bring their a game because again halo is not a thing that comes out every year right um call of duty obviously does come out almost every year battlefield not as much but still a little more frequently than halo so i'm it, knowing this huge game coming out they would have been like, we need to get like the best Call of Duty out in front of this thing. So now right. they're kind of those are going to be lost in translation with these. So yep, yep. It's always All next guys, year. Yeah, there's always next year. <laughs> um, guys, <laughs> that's the end of the podcast uh, for today. Um, if you like podcasts, please give us a five star rating on Apple Podcast. Um, you know we're on every streaming service available for podcast, and uh, we have a YouTube channel. If you want to check out some videos, we're there. Uh, we also have social media, so follow us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all this stuff. Um, Kelv, do you have any closing thoughts before we head out? Uh, no, I, I think this was a great episode, by the way. I think this was like one of our longest episodes, but it was fantastic. I had a great time, first off. And um, no, just uh, I, I just want to shout out to uh, – I like shouting out some people that we, we start yeah, like getting to know. Sure. And um, Daniel yeah. from Video Games and Coffee, um, he – you know, we, we started kind of talking and having a good time. So I think that, you know, if you guys are interested in another podcaster who talks about specific games in their episodes and just kind of gives you like a deep dive of like their thoughts and really does a fantastic job of like – giving you their thoughts and explaining why this game should be played. Um, I would check Daniel out for sure. Yeah. Um, again, told him he has a cool last name Belmont because it's like after the, the <laughs> yeah. Castlevania characters, Simon yeah. Belmont, and all those guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. Uh, guys, next episode, we're going to have a special episode. We are going to be linking up with binge worthy gaming and talking about Pokemon uh, shining diamond our brilliant diamond and shining pearl so mm -hmm. that will be our first guest ever uh exciting stuff and uh yeah stay tuned for that one and kel that's all i got so all right all right everyone thank you so much have a good night see you man